Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers. So today we're going to be viewing the Pixar film, Up. It's funny, every time my wife goes to visit her family, I end up watching this movie. I might just miss my wife, although this is one of my favorite Pixar films. The first 10 to 15 minutes is one of the best examples of an emotional opening in any film. It's one of the best scenes in any sort of movie, in my opinion. It's the scene pretty much everyone remembers this movie from, and it's it's just beautiful, and it's an example of why animation is an art form, not a kid movie genre. It is also one of the best examples of showing, not telling. The whole montage tells you the whole story and marriage of Mr. Fredrickson and Ellie through the wonderful score and the animation with the right environments and visuals. I love the beginning of this movie, and I do like the whole thing, the whole movie, but the first 10 to 15 minutes is such a beautiful part of movie making. I just, I love it every time. Like, I can just watch the first 10 to 15 minutes, and it, it is a little sad, not gonna lie. I know a lot of people that cry when they watch it, and I'm not gonna lie. That scene hits me in my feels every time I watch it. It's, oof, I, don't, I, I just, I, I connect with that scene on a very emotional, raw level. And I think that's why so many people love and enjoy this movie. I will say there is a bit of a downside to the opening, and it's that the rest of the movie doesn't get back to that high. The only times where it gets close is when Mr. Fredrickson sees the rest of Ellie's adventure book. So Ellie, when she was a child, had this book and she had like pictures and like little things she collected from her little adventures when she was a kid. And the whole thing was that from Mr. Fredrickson was a young boy, he promised Ellie that he would take them to Paradise Falls in South America. And every time they start to save up, so initially they get married. And it's actually one of my favorite, my favorite uh, joke of the movie is at their wedding where like her family, she's kind of the white trash and his family's very serious, so you see, like, the funny reaction from the two different sides of the family. And I like that. So they end up, get, end up getting married, obviously. And they are really happy. They buy the house that they'd played in when they were uh, very young children. Um, and they try to start the, having their own family, and they're having a very loving relationship. Fortunately, they can't have kids. So... They start to, their goal is to save enough money to fly down and see Paradise Falls. But unfortunately, every time they start to get close to their savings, something happens. Whether he's injured, the car breaks down, a tree falls into the house. They just never seem to be able to find the time to get there. And he, he Mr. Ferguson remembers and he sees the jar that's supposed to have the coins and he sees everything and he, he buys tickets when they're old to go down there and unfortunately she she dies and he never gets to take her down there and that's the whole emotional anchor of the story the story is about I mean it involves other characters obviously because he's the only one that is in the opening that is in the rest of the film but the whole movie is about him coming to terms with the guilt and grief of his dead wife and I think it's just a very beautiful story, and it very much covers like all ages when it comes to this movie. And like, not every little kids won't understand the the weight that you can feel when you love somebody like that. 
Uh, and I think that that's why it connects so much more to adults, especially this film. So, um, and the other time, oh, back to, I should probably finish what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> I got very distracted. This, this movie, I, I feel very, I feel very strongly about this movie. Um, so when he finally gets the house to paradise falls, he's looking through her old adventure book and there's a page that said the stuff I was, I'm going to do on my adventures or something, something to that degree. And he thought she never got to fill those pages. But then as he goes to close the book, he sees that there's a photograph still in on the, on another page. And he goes back and he, he sees before she died that she basically made it a scrapbook of all of their mar- uh, adventures through their marriage and she basically tells him like hey I, I I I'm happy with how my life went and I love you go on new adventures and that's essentially what ends up making him uh, for like I shouldn't say forgetting but he lets go of his guilt and is able to move on from his guilt from the uh, from the death of his wife. Now the other part that gets close is when Russell, who is um, a boy that unfortunately gets stuck with him on this adventure, um, gets his badge at the end of the film. So the reason why these two characters meet is because Russell is trying to get like assist the elderly badge, and he so. Unfortunately, I kind of wish Russell got a little more, I should say, a little more screen time, but it's not exactly screen time. I just wish he, he got more emotional ties similar to, like, Fredrickson, because it, it talks about it a lot, about, like, Russell not having a very great home life, but I kind of wish they kind of said a little bit more about it. Um, and so the whole reason why he wants to get this badge is because he'd have all the badges and he'd be a senior wilderness explorer. And he, his dad promised him that he would show up for his, I guess you would say, graduation. Um, and unfortunately, he he doesn't show up. But Mr. Fredrickson does. And instead of giving him the assisting the elderly badge, he gives him the Ellie badge, which is, it was it's a grape, grape soda cap with a little pin on it and he pins it on him and he for above and beyond the service <laughs> and call of duty for assisting the elderly elderly he's given the Ellie badge and so at the, the ending of the movie is that Fredrickson in like unofficially a kind of adopts Russell never says that he adopts him but he ends up treating him like a son and it seems to be that he's going to be the one the one that raises him at the end of the film the climax is beautiful. The score plays over Russell, Richard Fredrickson, enjoying their new adventures. And so one thing that Russell says to Mr. Fredrickson when they're in South America on Paradise Falls is that he misses how his dad used to show up to the meetings when he was even younger. And after the meetings, he would sit on this curb in an ice cream parlor and he would have, I think it was like, yeah, chocolate. And his dad would have like, peanut butter brittle or something like that um and they would play a game where like russell would count the blue cars and his dad must count the red cars and whoever had the most at the end of it wins and that's what mr frederickson does he takes him to the ice cream parlor and they play the game and they're sitting on the curb 
and they're making jokes to each other, and it's just a beautiful score overlaying it. And then as it pans away from them, it goes back to the clouds, and you, it pans to his marital house sitting on Paradise Falls. And I, I love the end, because it's the last thing you see before it hits the credits. So I love the, the climax of this film, because Fredrickson eventually, he he brought he did the promise that uh, that he made for his wife of bringing her to paradise falls and also keeping the promise that he would go on new adventures and i i really like it and i i think it's a very beautiful scene i will say it's the beginning kind of overshadows the rest of the film but i still love the the climax the the ending of the film it's it's really beautiful um, as well as the beginning the voice acting is great and I love all the characters in the film. The villain is their Fredrickson's uh, and Ellie's childhood hero, um, Munts. So he isn't anything super new or interesting. He's just kind of like evil rich guy. Me. He does serve a purpose. Like it's what initially makes Fredrickson and Ellie want to go to Paradise Falls because he was a famous adventurer when they were kids. So that's what brought them together. And he does his job. So, like, obviously, and like, never meet your heroes. And that's essentially all that he ends up doing. Turns out he's an asshole and tries to kill everybody because he thinks everyone's trying to steal this bird that he was defamed in his early career, say, saying that he lied about the bird and that he faked it. And then he, he left the Paradise Falls saying he never returned until he caught the creature in, uh, in, for, for alive. So that's why he's there. And then they bump into each other, and he's just an evil asshole. I will say, though, I do like how his minions are dogs with, like, voice of, uh, voice little boxes where they can, like, speak, but they can all, like, speak in different languages. So that's pretty funny, and I like the dog jokes, obviously. It's, it's entertaining for both human, uh, humans. It is entertaining for humans, but it's entertaining for adults and children. And I, I think it's pretty funny. Like they think uh, Russell's a mailman, and that's. I don't know, it's just little things like that. It's just little funny dog jokes, and I enjoy it. I really like the humor in this movie. Uh, I will say my favorite jokes are the old man jokes. I love Mr. Fredrickson's uh, the humor that he has and the w- the way they use his character, and it's it's a really good film. Um, except for those little things, the villain, and unfortunately, the, the emotional high is only in the beginning, or at least that's the, its peak, I should say. It's not, it's it's an emotional story, but the peak is in the beginning. So I'm going to give this rating, it's an 8 out of 10. It's a pretty good movie. It's a, it's a great movie. Um, unfortunately, due to it not being able to carry over that emotional high, at least one other time in the movie, it kind of renders the rest of the movie kind of moot. <laughs> At least in terms of, like, the beats of the emotion. It's a great movie. I don't want to, like, I don't want you to think that the only good part's the beginning. It really is a good movie throughout. It's just, for me, the best part's the beginning. And if the best part of it is only the beginning, I can't. it kind of loses those two points for me. And the villain isn't anything spectacular. Unfortunately, most Pixar films aren't always that great. Syndrome from The Incredibles is great, so it's hard to it's hard for Pixar because sometimes they have great villains, and those great villains can sometimes make their other villains kind of look poopy. Um, but I am going to, um, which I, I might do, maybe I will continue this trend. But I'm actually going to have uh, 
the, the theme. It's called it, its track is called Married Life. And I, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna have it tagged in the, this episode because I I would like you to listen to it. And I think it's a very beautiful piece of music. And I think it'd be kind of cool to see like have my audience know what my favorite songs or soundtrack from the movies uh, are for me. I think that'd be cool. And I hope you enjoy that part. I I like to always add something or improve something to make these episodes more enjoyable for you. Cause obviously without you, there's no show. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know I did. Uh, and I hope you have an amazing fucking day and you tell the motherfucker. I appreciate him. <laughs>